Tell me this, speaking of these newer entrepreneurs that we're speaking to right now, how soon should an entrepreneur start investing in ads on social media? As soon as you can afford to put $5 a day on an ad. Mm. As soon as you can do that, $5 a day is all you need to start putting your engagement content in front of new people and to start stimulating that engagement. I say to new entrepreneurs, I say, look, let's, let's look at all of the subscriptions you sign up for when you just get started. And $5 a day is $150 a month. Now, I know that's not nothing. That is definitely not nothing when you're starting out. But if you compare that to some of the other things that new entrepreneurs, and I say that because I did the same thing, you sign up for this tool and that tool and this thing that's going to be a quick fix and that thing that's going to be a quick fix. How about instead, you just take $150 a month, you focus heavily on creating really good relationships with people on your social media. You amplify that message with with your $5 a day engagement ads and you start building your email list organically on social media so that you have an actual audience you can launch to instead of having some fancy tool you subscribe to that you can't do anything with because you don't have an audience. I'm Amy Porterfield, ex-corporate girl turned CEO of a multi-million dollar business. But it wasn't all that long ago that I lacked the confidence, money, and time to focus on growing my small but mighty business. Fast forward past many failed attempts and lessons learned, and you'll see the business I have today, one that changes lives and gives me more freedom than I ever thought possible, one that used to only exist as a daydream. I created the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you do the same. If you're an ambitious entrepreneur or one in the making who's looking to create a business that makes an impact and helps you create a life you love, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hey there, Amy here. It's been a minute since I've talked about Facebook ads, so I thought it was time to bring back the topic. More importantly, I wanted to have a conversation around using Facebook ads and Instagram ads if you're just starting out and how you can do so even if you're on a tight budget. Now, if you're a newbie entrepreneur, I hope your ears just perked up. However, if you're not necessarily a newbie entrepreneur and you've been starting to run Facebook ads or doing so for a while and they still feel very expensive, you're going to love today's conversation. Now, to have this needed conversation, I invited one of my favorite Facebook ad teachers, someone who is a huge support in my communities, and she happens to also be a student of mine. Her name is Salome Shalak. And she's a pro when it comes to growing an audience using Facebook ads without breaking the bank. Now, this powerhouse woman is the CEO, founder, and head Facebook and Instagram strategist of her own company, Shine and Succeed, a multi-women Facebook ad agency. She's also a member of my Momentum membership and offers trainings for my students on social media ads in that group. 
Now, today, she's sharing her strategy for helping you get traction with Facebook ads without breaking the bank. She's actually going to give you a dollar amount that you should be spending to see some great momentum. So you've got to tune in. There's six steps. She's going to walk you through each of the steps. So grab a pen and paper or get a Google Doc ready because you are going to want to remember these steps. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's do this. When you run an online business, your marketing metrics will tell you what in your business is profitable and where you're throwing money away. Yikes. That's pretty important, right? Luckily, I've put together the Ultimate Marketing Metrics Checklist, which is a free resource that will guide you through tracking and analyzing the most crucial metrics for your business. And let me tell you, I'm going to keep it simple but effective. From evergreen data and revenue generation to podcast metrics and social media growth, this cheat sheet will cover it all. It's the exact one my team and I use to track our metrics on a weekly, monthly, quarterly, and annual basis. Let me be honest here. This wasn't an overnight process win for me. It took me 10 years to build this comprehensive list and get it just right. But you, my friend, can start using it today, tailoring it to suit your business-specific needs, but not having to start from scratch like I did. Whether you're a seasoned marketer or just getting started, this cheat sheet will help you make informed decisions as you grow your business and empower you to move forward confidently. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics to get your hands on the ultimate marketing metrics cheat sheet now. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash metrics. Salome, thank you so much. I'm honored to have you here. Oh, thank you, Amy. I'm so happy to be here with you. Well, I know we have a lot to cover and I am excited for you to dive into the topic of the day, which is all about running Facebook ads. But before we get there, because you are an entrepreneur, so from one entrepreneur to another, tell me a little bit about your story and how did you fall into the world of Facebook ads? (laughs) Okay. I'm going to try and make it the short version because otherwise we'll be here for three hours. Okay. (laughs) I... After I had my first daughter, I have two girls now. Um, After I had my first baby, there was a day when I dropped her off at daycare and they were having Mother's Day morning tea. Okay. And so all the mummies were staying behind to have morning tea with their kitties. But I had a job. I worked full time. I was a pharmaceutical rep and it always mattered to me that I I work. I was just never going to be the mum who is going to just stay at home. Um, but that day, I couldn't stay for Mother's Day morning tea because my boss had told me to get on a flight and fly to a country town to go and speak to the doctors there. And I got back in my car after seeing her face and I just bawled my eyes out. Wow. And that was a defining moment for me that where I just went after I have my second one, which we were working on then, I just decided I'm not going back. And so I started a journey of trying to figure out what it looks like to be a mom of little kids, you know, a baby and a toddler and of running a business or earning money and having like, it was important for me that I earn money, but it was also important for me that I have a creative outlet. So I, so I started a coaching business. And my coaching business failed really fast. I hated it. I hated it. And And you were coaching on what? Oh, (laughs) well, you see, I went to coaching school. And one of the things 
I learned in coaching school is the riches is in the niches, right? Yeah. So this was life coaching school, but they said the riches is in the niches and they also did, they also did some business coaching as well. And so I decided, well, with my background being in sales, I'm just going to niche right down as a sales coach. Okay. Makes sense. I can get that. It does make sense, except um, selling drugs to doctors is very different to selling your own services as a sales coach. So I was a sales coach who couldn't sell my own services. Yeah. <laughs> We've all been in the place where we're like, this is not a good fit. So I get yeah. it. So you started there and you realized, no, this isn't going to work. Yeah. And, um, and I hated every minute of it. I felt such like such a fraud because I, I didn't really enjoy it. And I, you know, I'm having to be passionate about it. Plus I was networking morning, noon, and night, like attending breakfast meetings and lunch meetings and dinner meetings and things to try to get clients in my local area. And it got to a point where I just went, I cannot do this anymore I'm not being the mother I want to be. I'm not making any money. I'm not happy in this business. Something's got to give. And so I looked, kind of looked around and I was like, who has a business like what I want? And I found you. Okay. I did not know you were going to say me. So that is so, that just uh, burst my heart open. I know we've talked about you going in a new direction and all of that, but that just, come on, don't make me cry on my what? own podcast. <laughs> and I'll tell you, this is, I remember sitting in my favorite coffee shop. We were still living in Perth in, in Australia. Um, Perth is this tiny little town. And I was sitting in my favorite coffee shop and like, just looking up online, like who has these businesses, who has these businesses? And I looked at you and I was like, I don't know what this is, but I want that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This 2015. So I started listening to you. And I think shortly after that, I bought webinars that convert. Mm. And I was like, okay, I'm going to do a webinar, but I have no idea what I'm going to teach people or how I'm going to turn whatever skills I have. I thought I didn't have any skills. Um, I don't know what I'm going to do, how I'm going to do this. So I just started talking online. I just started making videos and blogging and sharing like life coaching stuff. I remember I just, I started, I registered the domain shine and succeed, which is still my business name to this day. I registered that. And I just remember I rem I created a vision board and I'm not a vision board kind of girl, but I created the vision board and I was like, okay, I'm going to inspire women. That was like the, the total, what I knew I was going to do. So I started making videos and I just started speaking and then I started speaking on Periscope and then Periscope went away. And then when Facebook live launched, I started talking on Facebook live and then people started asking me, how are you doing this? And so in 2016, I launched a course, my very first course called the Facebook live superstar. And I taught myself how to run Facebook ads at that time. And I spent $400 on ads and, uh, and I made $2,000. And I thought that was the biggest failure ever. Mm. I was very disappointed because I felt like I'd worked for two years at that point um, to try to make some money. And $2,000 in a launch, I was just devastated. 
And so shortly after that, I quit the business. I was just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. But I did learn more and more and more about Facebook ads. I, I, you introduced me to Rick Mulready and he's been a mentor of mine and I learned everything I could from him. And, um, and I just started running Facebook ads for people on the side. So in 2017, I was back in my day job working as a pharmaceutical rep. And at the beginning of that year, when I just got back to my day job, I was just like, oh, this sucks. I hate it. I don't want to be in a job. So I signed up for B-School, for your yeah. B-School experience. And I was, Amy, that year, I drove around in my car for six hours a day, <laughs> just like literally absorbing everything you said and everything Marie Forleo said and a whole bunch of other people. I just, I was just immersed for six hours a day in my car, just learning as much as I can. And then I started side hustling or moonlighting as a Facebook ads manager for people that I picked up in Facebook groups and any, anyone who would let me run their ads, I ran their ads. <laughs> and of course, you know, the, the rest of that story, by the end of that year, I came over to San Diego. It was a 30-hour yes. flight, by the way. Oh, gosh. <laughs> 30 hours. And uh, I was at your live event, and right there, I signed up four clients and came home and quit my job, and the rest is history. Uh, you have such a great story, and I love that you shared the stumbles in between because for those of us who have quit our job and started our own online business, it has not been a straight line. And so if anyone's listening right now where you feel like you're fumbling, believe me, this is part of your journey. This is what it's supposed to look like for you. It's supposed yeah. to be this way. So, and I, I always think of about my friend, Brooke Castillo. She says, it's mm. supposed to be this way because it is this way. I mean, it, yeah. so matter of fact, I'm like, Oh, okay. Moving on. All right. And there's such freedom in making peace with that because yes. you can't think, okay, when you get when you get to a certain level of success, now that's not going to be the case anymore. And you know, now I'm at a certain level of success, and guess what? It's still the same. I'm still fumbling at things, but exactly. it's different. Things. It is. It is. And so, because you have such a good track record, it's easier to get back up and move forward. Yeah. So that's something to look forward to. Okay. Yeah. So such a great story. So I want to get into Facebook ads and I want to start at the very top of the question I get asked all the time. And that is, is it possible to run Facebook ads without spending a fortune, especially if you're a newer entrepreneur? And before you answer this, anybody who follows me, any of my digital course Academy members, you all know that I spend a lot of money on paid ads, but I didn't start that way. And so when I talk about how much money I spend on ads, it freaks some people out. So I want to start for those newer entrepreneurs. Do they have to spend a fortune? I love that question. And the reason I love it is because it is such an important question that I feel like I want to shout the answer from the rooftops. If you're a new entrepreneur, you have to start spending money on ads before you have a fortune to spend or before you need to spend a fortune. And here's why. In the past, way back, when I say the past, I mean anything before January 2018, when Mark Zuckerberg changed the algorithm, we used to save up and save up and save up and then spend our little um, cash box that we saved on our webinar ads or our video series launch ads. And that worked well 
until they changed the algorithm. When Mark Zuckerberg said that they are going to favor the content of friends and family over overly promotional content, the implication of that was engagement became the most important thing on social media. And a lot of people who have giant organic audiences started seeing a drop-off in the number of followers they were getting and in the engagement they were getting. And the catch-22 of this is that unless you have engagement on your accounts and on your social media, it's harder for, for those organic social media profiles to grow. So what we do instead is we start with $5 a day and we start by running engagement ads. And the, the key to, so, so before January 2018, we could get away with only running ads during a launch. Right. Now we can't get away with that anymore. So we have, it's kind of like, I call it Facebook ad mojo. Like you have to build up your mojo. Our accounts rely on engagement and we can buy that engagement very inexpensively. For $5 a day, you can start running engagement ads and that is going to kickstart all the activity on your, your organic social media. And then you can, you know, then you can build your email list the organic way. And by organic, I mean without paying for list building. You can do it on social media. But just having that $5 a day on an engagement ad is just massively boosting all of your entire Facebook and Instagram mojo. And you just start seeing results so much faster. And you get used to giving Facebook your money because eventually you're going to have to do that. And it, you're not going to get there if you wait until you have money. Okay. This is big. I don't think we've ever talked about this on the show. And so basically you're saying that Facebook sees those who are just being overly promotional advertisers. They jump in and jump out versus those who are genuinely taking an interest in their audience and building relationships. Even if it's, what are you saying? $5 a day? Yeah, that's, that's exactly. Facebook has literally told us that they look at, they rank our accounts based on the number of different objectives we have running for ads. So if we only run conversion ads, they penalize us for that. And if our ads do not have good engagement on it, which if you think about engagement for a second, like Mark Zuckerberg said, Facebook wants content of friends and family. How does a computer know if it's friends or family, the only indication it has is engagement mm. because people are emotionally connecting with the content. And when they connect emotionally with content, what do they do? They like it. They comment on it. They share it with their friends. So engagement is like the currency of whatever we do on Facebook and Instagram. And we can, we can pay Facebook to build that engagement up. And, um, and they, they actually rank our accounts based on how much engagement we're getting. And they literally told me that if you don't have enough engagement, they, will, they, they don't show your ads to as many people. 
Okay. So crazy. Okay. So then tell me this, speaking of these newer entrepreneurs that we're speaking to right now, how soon should an entrepreneur start investing in ads on social media? As soon as you can afford to put $5 a day on an ad. Mm. As soon as you can do that, $5 a day is all you need to start putting your engagement content in front of new people and to start stimulating that engagement. I say to new entrepreneurs, I say, look, let's look at all of the subscriptions you sign up for when you just get started. And $5 a day is $150 a month. Now, I know that's not nothing. That is definitely not nothing when you're starting out. But if you compare that to some of the other things that new entrepreneurs, and I say that because I did the same thing, you sign up for this tool and that tool and this thing that's going to be a quick fix and that thing that's going to be a quick fix. How about instead, you just take $150 a month, you focus heavily on creating really good relationships with people on your social media. You amplify that message with with your $5 a day engagement ads, and you start building your email list um, organically on social media so that you have an actual audience you can launch to instead of having some fancy tool you subscribe to that you can't do anything with because you don't have an audience. Okay. This is great advice. I'm loving this. So I know that you have a step-by-step approach for getting started with Facebook ads and not just getting started, but actually getting your ads to be low cost, which I think Mm -hmm. is the biggest hurdle for entrepreneurs, whether they're new or they've been at this for a while. So I know you've got these six steps and if you're cool with it, I want to just start out with breaking them down. Yeah, of course. Okay. Of course. Cool. So So give me step number one. Okay. Step number one is you have to choose your best social media post. And and here's what we look for in a good engagement ad. We look for something that connects emotionally with your audience. So it's something that you're, when you posted it on Facebook or Instagram, your audience already showed you that there's value in that, in that they commented on it, they liked it, or they shared it. It's a piece of content that usually um, showcases who you are, what you stand for, and how you can help people without being overly promotional. It's not a, it's not a hi, I've got something for you, go click here and get it post. It's, um, it can be a meme or it can be a tip or a tool or you know sharing, sharing valuable information, something that your audience already shows you that they connect with. So that's step number one is identify a social media post that creates a connection with your ICA, your ideal customer, that will make them go, oh, hang on, hold on. I like what this person has. That's the, that's the, the idea of it. Okay. Got it. So that's step number one. All right. Step two. Step two is you take that post and you turn it into an ad for $5 a day. And when I said, so what you're going to do is when you turn it into an ad, you're going to tell Facebook, you want this ad to run as a, an engagement ad. So when you're setting it up at campaign level, you're going to set it up as an engagement ad. And you're just going to create one campaign, one ad set. And in that ad set, you're going to select your warm audiences. Now, what I mean by warm audiences is warm audiences are all the people who have engaged with us on Facebook, 
who have engaged with us on Instagram, who have been to our website, or who is on our current email list. So you're going to set up that engagement ad to run to your warm audience, which is the people who already know, like, and trust you. And the reason we run the ad to our warm audience is because when we posted it on Facebook or Instagram, not everyone who's in our warm audience would have seen it. But those that did already told us they really liked this. So they would have commented on it. Uh, and now we're just putting a little bit of money behind showing it to everyone who has already engaged with us online. And they are, because they already know us, so likely to then also add even more comments and likes and shares to it. And so it builds up even more social proof. Okay, that's awesome. Sometimes, and tell me if you think this is a bad or good idea, and you can call me out, but sometimes when we are running brand new ads, we'll tell everybody on my team, jump into this ad, leave a comment, leave a like of some sort, just to kind of get it going. How do you feel about that? Yeah. There's two sides to this. The benefit of doing that is you immediately get some social proof on it, which is good because people trust things that have social proof on it. The drawback of it is every time somebody leaves a comment, uh, the algorithm learns that that is the type of person who's going to comment. And then the algorithm oh. is likely to put it in more people like that's newsfeed. So your, you know, if your, your team are all, they all move in the online marketing circles that you're probably targeting as well. So in your case, I'd say that's great. But if, if the people, so sometimes students of mine will say, well, they have their family and friends comment in it on it, which is also, it's kind of like you're, you're doing yourself a favor in that you're collecting social proof, which is going to help you, but you're also showing the algorithm the people who are likely to comment and they're the wrong people, <laughs> if that okay. makes sense. That is yeah. great advice. No, I was not aware of that. Good thing that most people on my team are, are the entrepreneurial type. So they are the people yeah. I want to attract, but I didn't know that. So that's good for everyone to hear. Okay. Give yeah. me step three. Step three is, so once, so you're going to, you're going to run your ad at step two until you, you see your frequency comes to four. What that means is you, you, you look at your results in the ads manager, you look under the frequency tab, and if it's more than four, that means your warm audience has now seen this post, this ad, four times on average. So, of course, we don't want to put the same thing in front of them all the time because they're just going to start ignoring us. So then you stop that ad, you duplicate the, the exact same ad, but this time you're going to run it to a cold audience. And there's a little box that when you duplicate the ad, there's a little box that you need to check that's going to say, do you want to bring the social proof with you? And it's very important that you check that little box so that now that you're going to run this ad to a cold audience, now you have all those delicious likes and comments and shares on the ad and it's coming with you. And this time you're going to target a cold audience. And by cold audience, I mean people who have never heard of you. So now you're going to say, I want to target specific interests. I want to target specific people. I want to target specific brands. I want to target specific demographics. You're going to define that for Facebook based on your knowledge of your um, ideal customer. 
And you're going to run that ad as an engagement ad for $5 a day to this cold audience. Got it. Okay. This is so good. Step number four. Step number four is your goal. Your goal with this ad is to get, when you look under the results tab, you want to see that you're getting engagement for about one cent. So Facebook's going to show you your cost per result. And you want that to be about one cent. If it's a little bit more, that's okay. If it's a lot more, then there's a chance that the messaging in your ad and the audience that you're targeting is a mismatch. So, but if it's around one cent per engagement, then you know you have you are putting the right message in front of the right people and they are reacting to it. They're giving you the engagement you want. Now, sometimes you might not visually see the likes, comments, and shares. Facebook will show you that you're getting engagement, but it's not comments and shares. Facebook counts things like clicks as engagement as well. So don't be alarmed by that, but just keep a lookout that you are, you're getting engagement for about a cent. Okay, perfect. So we're talking engagement, guys. We're not talking leads, of course. I want to make that really clear. We're talking engagement. Okay. Step number five. Step five is work your social media. Build your email list on your social media. Now you're going to, now you're, what happens is when you start running these ads is all of a sudden you might have, you might have had, you know, 10 people like a post when you post it. As soon as you start running those ads, those 10 people are going to turn into a hundred people. So you're going to all of a sudden see a huge surge in activity on your social media. You have to make use of that. And the way that you can best make use of that is to start building your email list using your social media so that you have that list building asset so that you can start talking to those people and giving them value every week in your when you share your podcast or your blog or your video blog. And you will keep doing that and build your email list on social media until you have at least $25 a day that you can spend on list building ads. Okay. Moving on, final step, step number six. Final step number six is you got to, when you start, the minute you start giving Facebook ads money, you need to make sure you have your custom audiences created. A custom audience is like a bucket of people, right? So we create these buckets that define the actions people have taken, on our digital platforms. So for example, I can create a custom audience of all of the people who've been to my website in the last 180 days. And by defining that custom audience, they become my warm audience. They are my custom audience of the people who visited my website. That is an asset that you have that you want to make sure you keep from the very first moment you give Facebook ads money. Because when you're ready to start running list building ads, who are the first people you're going to target? The people who went to your website. So you want to make sure that you create custom audiences of the people who visited your website in the last 180 days, people who engaged with you on Facebook in the last 180 days, people who engaged with you on Instagram in the last 180 days, and your email list. Those are the most important custom audiences. 
so that when now that now that you have your engagement ad running and you're working on social media to start building your email list, you you have all of those people engaging with you going into these custom audiences. And when you're ready to start running list building ads, you can target them and they are most likely to opt in for your email list pretty fast. Ah, so good. Now, tell me this. Do you have any success stories from students that can sh- that you can share who have actually used this approach? Yeah. So when we started this, we started doing this in the agency in around February, March 2018, very soon after the algorithm changed. And we started with one client and she had about 40,000 followers on Instagram. Uh, and she's really good on Instagram. She has a beautiful news feed. She speaks to her ideal customer. When she posts, they comment, they love it. And so when the algorithm changed, she said she can't understand it, but it's like, it's like Instagram has died on her. So we started doing this with her. And within a month of doing it, she started telling us her engagement on Instagram was up. Her comments on Instagram was up. Her follower number was up. She even said, She's seeing a rise in her podcast listenership. And she said she's getting more sales from her shop in Shopify, which had nothing to do with us. We weren't running ads for that. But that was the first moment we kind of realized, oh, hang on. When we create engagement, it kind of spills over into all of these other areas. Anywhere you have a digital platform or anywhere you are doing anything digitally, when people engage with you on social media, they also click to other things and they do other things and they listen to your podcast. So then we started doing it with all of our clients and we stock standard do it with every single client. And what we started seeing is our clients' conversion costs came down while the rest of the world was saying their ads are just going up and up and up and up, ours came down because we were giving Facebook what Facebook wants. So I started teaching this. So we've been doing this for you know two years now. But this year, I started teaching it. And I'm so excited. I have heard from so many students. One of them just recently, just, just in the last week, one of my students, Kimberly, she posted, she said, I'm getting 70 cent leads. And she said, it's like people are paying me to get on my list. <laughs> and, uh, and then I got an, a message from Nicole who said uh, she's, build, she's building so much rapport with her people that she's getting emails from her people telling her how much they love seeing their, her content in their feeds. So it's um, the thing that makes me just that makes me so happy about this. That makes me feel so good about this, is that it's finally easy for newbies to infuse life into their social media, and and that life spills over into their list building, and it spills over into their launches, and it brings down the conversion cost for their webinar ads and their list building ads when they are ready to run it. You mentioned that woman was running Instagram ads, right? So does this approach, it doesn't just work for Facebook ads. You could use it on Instagram as well? Totally, totally. It works for both. It works beautifully for both. And and you can see if you run ads on Facebook, you will see an increase in engagement on Instagram as well. And if you run ads on Instagram, you'll see an increase in engagement on Facebook as well because they all talk to each other. 
but the beauty of it, the, like the, the thing that I like to get at is not necessarily, because I'm not so focused on the social media side of it, I'm more focused on the ad side of it. The beautiful thing that I see is how these systems talk to each other and how no matter if you're building engagement on Facebook or on Instagram, you can choose both or one or the other. It benefits you in your ads manager because your conversion costs come down long-term. This, this first client that we did it for, she sells a low-ticket offer. She, her, her course is $240. Uh, and when we started working, she told me she has to get leads for $2. It has to be $2. And this was like, I'm talking 2017, when it was still cheap to run ads. And we just only just got her leads in at $2. Today... She gets leads for like 30 cents. Wow. And that's unheard of for conversion costs to come down when everything else is getting more expensive. But I tell you, Amy, it's the engagement magic. It is. This is such a great strategy. Before I let you go, what is your like your last words of wisdom for somebody just getting started with all of this and they want to try this six-step system? What would you say to them in case they get stuck along the way? I would say that find the joy in embracing Facebook ads because it can be fun and it can be very rewarding. It is incre- it is the most rewarding thing. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, just be patient with yourself. It is a little bit like learning a new language. So you've got to just take baby steps, be in it for the long haul. And as far as Facebook ads go, I would say just start small, start with engagement ads, but make sure you build your email list on social media and talk to that list every single week. Those are the most important things. So good. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers. And I know you're doing important work. And with that, you want to make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com Amy. Terms and conditions apply. So tell my audience where they can learn more about you and about Shine and Succeed and about working with you. Oh, fabulous. Um, so they can go to shineandsucceed.com. That is our website. And over there, if you know, for anyone who's looking for an agency to run ads for them, they can find the information about me and my team over there. Uh, or if you're brand new to ads and you want to learn how to do this strategy, how to do this for yourself, there's uh, resources on my website for newbies as well. 
Perfect. I just have to tell you, you have been such a huge support in all of my communities. I feel like you are a gift to everybody that is trying to grow their business and figuring out Facebook ads. And I know a lot of my students are your clients. So I mm-hmm. just want to say thank you so much for taking care of those you serve. And thank you for being a part of our community. Oh, thank you, Amy. I, I, you know, I love being in your community. It's my family. It's really is my family. Well, we love having you. So I can't wait for you to come back on the show and thanks again for everything. Thank you so much, Amy. So there you have it. I'm so grateful for Salome for getting in the trenches, staying up to date with what's working right now with paid advertising, because as entrepreneurs, we have so much on our plate already. So keeping up with everything that's working with Facebook ads is really tough. So knowing that we can learn from someone who's in the trenches, who sleeps, breathes, and eats Facebook marketing is very refreshing. Okay, so whether you plan to do Salome's strategy on your own or you decide to hire her agency to make the magic happen for you, I really hope that you either start to dive into Facebook ads or maybe you reevaluate how you're running your ads so that you can get the most out of the Facebook and Instagram ad strategies. And just remember, paid ads are another part of your list building strategy, which you know I'm a little bit obsessed with. I want you to continually grow your email list every single day. And using these Facebook ad strategies will get you closer to growing your email list more consistently. If you have any further questions for Salome or you want to connect with her, head on over to the show notes page, amyporterfield.com forward slash 339, and I'll link you up with all her details. Thanks so much for joining in. See you next week. Same time, same place. Bye for now.